Dear Wife, I'm writing you this letter to tell you that I'm leaving you forever. I've been a good man to you for seven years, and I have nothing to show for it. These last two weeks have been hell. Your boss called me to tell me that you quit your job today, and that was the last straw. Last week you came home and didn't even notice I had a new haircut, had cooked your favorite meal, and even wore a brand new pair of silk boxers. You ate in two minutes and went straight to sleep after watching all your soaps. You don't tell me you love me anymore, you don't want sex or anything that connects us as husband and wife. Either you're cheating on me or you do not love me anymore. Whatever the case, I'm gone. Your ex-husband. P.S. Don't try to find me. Your sister and I are moving away to West Virginia together. Have a great life. Dear ex-husband, Nothing has made my day more than receiving your letter. It's true you and I have been married for seven years, although a good man is a far cry from what you've been. I watch my soaps so much because they drown out your constant whining and griping. Too bad that doesn't work. I did notice when you got your hair cut last week, but the first thing that came to mind was, you look just like a girl. Since my mother raised me not to say anything if you can't say something nice, I didn't comment. And when you cooked my favorite meal, you must have gotten me confused with my sister, because I stopped eating pork seven years ago. About those new silk boxers, I turned away from you because the $49.99 price tag was still on them, and I prayed it was a coincidence that my sister had just borrowed $50 from me that morning. After all this, I still loved you and felt we could work it out. So, when I hit the lotto for $10 million, I quit my job and bought us two tickets to Jamaica. But when I got home, you were gone. Everything happens for a reason, I guess. I hope you have the fulfilling life you've always wanted. My lawyer said that the letter you wrote ensures you won't get a dime from me. So take care. Signed, your ex-wife, rich as hell and free. P.S. I don't know if I ever told you this, but my sister Carla was born Carl. I hope that's not a problem. Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity may contain explicit and objectionable content. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual podcaster and are not based on the advice by a licensed therapist. Listener discretion is advised. Human lives follow many paths, presenting twists and turns and choices never planned, never expected. Temptation, anger, depression, loneliness, all can lead a person to a mistake they can't take back. Facing judgment and isolation, a person can feel very alone. These are the voices of women who chose to cheat on their spouses or partners. Hear their stories. This is Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity. I think that's funny. It's a good burn. And my husband 
somehow got a hold of that joke and told me I needed to put it on my midweek ponder, so I did. And I'll apologize for any offensive um, transgender or anything like that that is a part of the joke. I did not write it. I just read it, and I will actually put where it is on my podcast notes. But I just thought it was a funny burn on the husband. So how's everybody doing out there? Hopefully everybody's keeping sane. Um, I know that some of the states are slowly lifting uh, the stay-at-home orders. Um, I'm in Washington State, and our governor just put out a four-phase plan, and we're already kind of in phase one. And working in dental, it really didn't uh, indicate in the uh, phases when we're going to be able to open up for non-emergency care. See, our doctor closed the office back in mid-March when all of this happened. We thought we were going to be going back in April, but then our governor closed it down, uh, not so much because of us being at risk and having the patients around, but because of the PPE. He wanted all these offices to donate to hospitals and doctor's offices because there was such a shortage when this virus hit. And so we have been shut down for that. But now a lot of that has changed, I feel. And now it's more of the risk because now most companies or stores are wanting their employees or people coming in to wear masks or they're not allowed in and such. So we're waiting for our local dental association to kind of touch base with the governor to get clarification on when we can open. We are supposed to open on Wednesday, no, Tuesday, May 19th. Um, and going in a little sooner than that, just to get some extra training and uh, make sure our office and everything is in order so that we can comply and keep all of our patients as well as ourselves safe. So with that being said, What's going to happen with Midweek Ponder is I may have to back off to doing it every other week instead of weekly because going back to work and trying to do eight podcasts a week working full time may not work out, but we'll see how it goes. Um, I want to be able to do these weekly, but I've had two months off, so I've had some free time. (laughs) And now that I got to go back to work for 40 hours a week, it's going to be a little different story. Plus, I started doing some other work on the side. um, And I think I mentioned it on my Facebook page. But I started by um, actually it was recommended by my uh, podcast coach. uh, The podcast doctor is his name Phil. And um, he's been helping me get going since October. And um, I had done a promo for a friend of mine, and he said, you know, you really should get into audiobooks. So I did. And I actually recorded one already, and I don't know when it'll be released on Audible. Um, And I'm sending out auditions for additional ones. Um, Since my topic of the podcast is infidelity, sex, and things like that, A lot of the authors that write um, erotic and sex books are coming uh, to me and asking me to audition for their books. So (laughs) I never thought about that. I, uh, you're gonna maybe someday come across an audible book about Kama Sutra or something like that. And you're gonna recognize, uh, hey, I listened to this 
woman's podcast, but it will say narrated by Rebecca Adams. So I'm learning that and it takes a lot of energy. And as with the podcast, when I first started doing this, it used to take me seven hours to record and edit and make sure everything was perfect. And now I can get it done in less than two hours. So I think that as I progress with the audiobooks, just like with podcasting and really just about like anything when we have a new job or anything like that, it'll come easier and I will learn um, a lot faster and be able to be a little bit more successful. Never know what the future might hold. Maybe I won't have to do dentistry. Maybe I can just sit on my butt and read books and do podcasting all day. Well, that means no makeup, no hair. It'll be just like these last two months, which honestly is super scary. <laughs> Infidelity. Both women and men alike have found themselves in situations where they have become unfaithful to their spouse or partner. On the podcast, Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity, you hear stories from women who have been unfaithful, but want to share their stories to help others in similar situations or to help other people understand why sometimes infidelity happens. But there is still so much more. How does a man cope when he finds out that his wife, girlfriend, or partner has cheated? What are the reasons why a man chooses to cheat? Are they similar to why a woman does? Or maybe you are the other man or the other woman in a relationship. I knew in my gut that she was still at least chatting with him. She denied it. Our marriage languished. I was miserable. No trust, no romance, no sex. I felt completely unwanted and undesired. About a year later, and still zero sex, my wife left for work and forgot her phone. Not long before that, I happened to see her type her passcode, so I tried it. Unlocked. I knew I was invading her privacy, but my gut told me she was hiding something. She was. To hear the rest of this story, and other stories like this, please visit the website rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com and click on the Patreon link. For a $3 a month pledge, you will get access to these additional episodes, as well as early access to regularly released episodes. If you have a story that you would like to be considered for a future podcast, please email rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. All submissions will always be anonymous. And always remember, no judgment. Okay, jokes aside... I wanted to share an article with you today from bustle.com. And of course, I'll have it on the um, podcast notes or episode notes, rather. And uh, it's in regards to our current situations. And it's entitled, If You Find Out Your Partner Cheated While Quarantined Together, Here's What to Do. And it's written by Christine Felizar. And it was published April 16th of this year, 2020. So let's hear what she says. It's one thing to catch your partner cheating. 
It's another to catch them cheating when you're self-isolating together for weeks, unable to leave your home. Do you break up, even though there's nowhere to go? Do you try to talk it out when there's so little room to take space? What do you do if you find out your partner cheated while quarantined together? Quote, there's nothing simple or easy about what you're going through and all the feelings you're experiencing right now are valid, end quote. Couples therapist Genesis Games, LMH, tells Bustle, quote, yet we want to be mindful and level-headed when making decisions that might have serious repercussions. We want to ensure the health and safety of everyone involved while tending to our own pain the best way we can, end quote. As much as you may feel the urge to scream at your partner, Carla Marie Manley, Ph.D., a clinical psychologist who specializes in relationships, tells Bustle that it's a good idea to take some time to collect your thoughts first. You'll want to process, then make a game plan for what you want to say and how you want to convey it. If you hope to work things out, your approach needs to feel less accusatory and more rational and even-headed so that your partner doesn't become defensive and will be more willing to explain themselves. Whether you catch them sexting or having an emotional affair with an ex, it's important to address the issue openly and honestly. As Manley says, quote, emotions may be running high, but a simple and straightforward approach is ideal, end quote. Manley suggests the conversation in the morning or mid-afternoon, as this gives you enough time to discuss the issue and then process the conversation. Avoid approaching the topic when your partner has been drinking, and don't be tempted to use it as a weapon in the middle of a larger argument. The aftermath of the conversation is going to be more successful if you're both emotionally and mentally present. Quote, when you're ready... Clearly and directly express your feelings and needs using an I statement, end quote. Manley says, for example, you can say, quote, I feel really angry and hurt right now. I saw messages on your phone that make it clear you're having an emotional affair and I won't tolerate the disrespect. I want to discuss how this will affect our future, end quote. Attacking your partner and saying hurtful things in the heat of the moment will only make the situation worse, especially if you have to stay under the same roof for the near foreseeable future. Now, on to the all-important question, should you break up? Jenny Steinberg, licensed marriage and family therapist, tells Bustle that it really depends on what you want. Quote, culturally, the expectation is that you'll leave when your partner cheats on you, and that might be what's best for you, end quote, Steinberg said. Quote, but we're all under a massive amount of stress right now, and you may not have the emotional resources you need to touch base with your emotional self and listen to your feelings, end quote. If they don't seem genuinely remorseful, they have a history of cheating, or you know for sure that you can never trust them again, you can seriously consider a breakup. But if things aren't so clear right now, Steinberg says it's also okay to take your time before making any major decisions. You may have to make some adjustments and find ways to get more space for yourself in the meantime. You don't have to make a major decision about your relationship right away. Give yourself some time and you will come up with a solution that works for you. I am sure there is a lot of people out there right now that um, 
are frustrated being stuck in the same room with their spouse or significant other and have a lot of downtime and find themselves on social media and may have connected with somebody. So I felt this might be a good article and a good time to bring it out. Um, I was talking actually with my neighbor, and I think he saw a joke of some sort. I don't remember it exactly, but it was about dating or something like that and how this woman had you know, 15 dates lined up for after the quarantine or something like that. And it was in the form of a joke, but I can't, I guess I suck at jokes. So anyways, I'm sure it's happening out there. And that if you're in a situation like this, perhaps this article was useful. And again, I'll have a link to that in the episode notes so you can read through it. And also they do have a little more information on the experts who actually uh, helped write that article or contributed to the article to the writer, the journalist herself. I hope you all have a great week. Uh, The weekend will be here soon. Um, So exciting to have a weekend when you can't go out and do anything. But hopefully, we'll get through this. And I know I bring this up probably on every episode. But For what it's worth, I feel you. I know what it's like. On a side note, hey, if you have a story you would like to share for the podcast, whether you're a lady who has cheated on her spouse, boyfriend, husband, girlfriend, wife, if you're a man who has been cheated on by his partner, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, um, or you're the other man or the other woman, or you have your thoughts on infidelity in general, or just have an interesting story that you would like to share, certainly send me an email. I take all ideas, and um, it may work out perfectly and be on an episode in the future. So send it to rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. And don't forget to visit my website, rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com. You can um, sign up for Patreon on through that. Again, it's just like a $3 a month, but there's some good episodes on there and more coming. So you're really missing out. Um, You can listen to episodes on there. You can send me an email from there. So anyways, or if you have any questions or comments, you know, feel free to shoot me an email. Um, If you listen on Apple Podcasts, it would be really helpful if you could rate and review me. Um, Right now, I'm at four out of five stars. You know, there's a lot of people out there who disagree with my podcast and what I'm doing, and that's okay. It happens. But I would love to um, have more positive feedback as well. So if you guys are in a position to hop on and do that, I would really appreciate it. But until next week... I hope you all are happy, stay healthy, be well, and remember, no judgment. Goodbye.